I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. The founder of the Unification Church, Sun Myung Moon, has died near his home in South Korea. He was 92 years old. Sun Myung Moon's followers are often called Moonies. He was a controversial religious leader who proclaimed that he was the Messiah. He did jail time in at least three countries, and yet he managed to create a multi-billion dollar business empire and gained audience with world leaders. That included rulers in his birthland, North Korea. From Seoul, Jason Struther has more. Reverend Moon is probably best known for presiding over mass marriage ceremonies like this one earlier this year. It involved thousands of brides and grooms, many of whom had never met until this day. They received blessings from Moon and his wife, Hak Jahan, known by their followers as the true parents, earthly embodiments of God. But bringing couples together isn't the only goal of the Unification Church. It wants to do the same for divided countries, too, in particular North and South Korea. The role of Korea is a little bit like the role of Israel for Christians. It'll be like the, the fatherland reuniting again. Michael Breen is author of a biography on Moon and a former member of his church. He says after Moon's release from a North Korean jail during the Korean War in 1950, he became a staunch anti-communist, but later wanted to make peace with his old enemy, ruler Kim Il-sung. The two met in 1991. And unlike some other Christian aid groups, Breen says Moon took a different approach to engaging with the North. Rather than come in and try and sort of beat them over the head with the Bible, the Unification Church comes in and does economic activity. Making inroads with North Korea is one of Moon's greatest accomplishments, says Hwang Yoon, a North Korea analyst at the Unification Church-funded Sun Moon University in Seoul. He points to a hotel the church runs in Pyongyang, as well as Pyonghua, or Peace Motors, a jointly operated car manufacturer. He says the start of Pyonghua Motors was one of the first times that the two nations cooperated. It helped improve inter-Korean relations and develop economic ties. Huang says because of the importance of North Korea in Moon's life, he doesn't expect the church's outreach will change now that its leader is gone. Other observers aren't so sure that making peace with the North was really Reverend Moon's top priority. Aidan Foster Carter is an honorary research fellow in modern Korean studies at Leeds University. It was more about them getting their fingers in every pie. I think of it as a power play. I mean, I hope that isn't too cynical. But the Rev Moon was famous for two things, his proselytizing and his businesses. Power play or not, Moon's biographer Michael Breen says, despite being what many consider a cult, the Unification Church has done with North Korea what many governments, including South Korea and the U.S., haven't been able to do. So far, no word if North Korea will send representatives to Moon's funeral on September 15th. For The World, I'm Jason Struther in Seoul.